Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Hey guys, it's Daniel Smooth from Time to BS. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast, and I got something to tell you all today. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one simple place. Let me explain before we start the show. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or even your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one simple place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So what are you waiting for? Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks for tuning in, guys, and enjoy the show. Time to BS. Hello, my friends, and welcome from a stormy Long Island Sunday, and it is a football Sunday. Welcome for third time's a charm, I guess. Another edition of the Sports Cave, part of Time to BS. My name is Daniel Smooth, and I will have you covered with some sports topics, including football, NHL preview, wrestling, and some more. Now, let's get on with the show. Um, well, I have my coffee, granted, filled with coffee grinds, but... Oh, boy, I've been uh, a little bit under the weather, guys. Um, I know my allergies been kicking my ass. And I'm dealing with a little bit of acid reflux, so if I sound a little wheezy, there you go. Uh, we got some football going on in the background, but uh, be sure to get back to the games as soon as uh, we're done with this. Um, guys, I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you, um, there has not been a more covered Yankee season around the entirety of the sports world than this one. And it's making me sick to my fucking stomach. Because it's like I'm dealing with the New England Patriots again. I'm tired of it. You know? I question my allegiance to this team. I question my allegiance to other teams. Saying that, why am I not a fan of this team more often? You know what? I I grew up a Yankee fan. I grew up in a family of Met fans. But I'm telling you guys, I mean, this this Yankee team is making me want to switch fan bases. The New York Mets and the Seattle Mariners have helped me fall in love with baseball again. Yes, you heard that right. The Seattle fucking Mariners and the New York Mets. I am losing my mind, am I? Um, but it's great when you're a fan of you know, a team, you get to 
that you don't have a tattoo of, you get to explore your allegiances. Um, you know, I'm thankful that I'm now only going to have two teams on my arms as tattoos. Seahawks will be next. And I'm very curious to honestly see how the Seahawks will do today against Detroit. Um, so far, so good. It, there's no score in the game. That's completely fine. But we shall see ultimately after this season, after this game. Whether they will finish 2-2 two and two or 1-3. and three. Who knows? But I, I, I love the Mariners, by the way. Congratulations to them. They just clinched their first postseason berth in 21 years. Ironically... Their last playoff series appearance to the New York Yankees in the ALCS when that Mariners team had 116 wins. Unbelievable. You, you, you can't make this shit up, guys. So, funny enough... We do have some football to get to, and a certain Seattle team, speaking of the Mariners, uh, the Seahawks, uh, good God, their defense is dog shit. Their defense is complete and total fucking dog shit. Again. No surprise, considering that the, the scheme that coach genius Pete Carroll decided to implement is not working still. Who scored in the Seahawks game? Who scored for the Seahawks? Give me a second. Well, as I look for this game, I will explain what I'm talking about here. The Seattle Seahawks uh, are fucking terrible. They are absolutely fucking terrible on defense. On offense, they're not much better. Um, Which is no surprise, considering that they have never really had an effective offense in Coach Carroll's tender. I'm trying to soothe down the acid that's in my throat that will eventually come back up when the rage hits. They need to make wholesale defensive changes and ASAP if they're going to be a potential playoff team in a weak NFC. And let's be honest here. It's a terrible NFC. Um, They got to get Boy Mafia on the field. They got to get Daryl Taylor on the field. They got to get these safeties rolling. And I cannot believe I'm saying this to Jamal Adams' injury week one might have derailed this entire defense. I can't believe I'm saying it. I can't believe I'm saying it. Jamal was such a weapon that his injury to knock him out for the season might have derailed their defensive scheme. Might have. So who else is going to play that? Who else is going to play that role? Jordan Brooks? He can't cover to, to save his life. But that's enough talk right there. Um, I also want to talk about the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, They're either really good or their opponents have been really bad. 
They barely beat Washington. They barely lost to Washington week one. And then they destroyed the Colts and Chargers in back-to-back weeks. Um, Doug Peterson might have been the best hire, coaching hire, this season. He might have been. You're telling me that all it took was to bring in Doug Peterson. If the Jaguars do not make the playoffs, I will be. If well, I, I, I would not be shocked if they make it or don't make it. But it's it's progress. It's progress, Jacksonville. You're getting somewhere. But just we were all trashing them. You remember when they signed Christian Kirk to twenty one million a year? We were we were trashing them. Remember that? We were trashing them. Now look at them. They actually have an effective offense. That's not dink and dunk with Blake Bortles. Good God. Um, uh, expectations for them? Win the division. Where's Tennessee going? Where are the Colts going? <laughs> Certainly, where's Houston going? Houston's going down. The Colts? Well, they're still there. The Titans? They're going down. The Titans are certainly going down. Um, so there's that. Anyway, the Dolphins should be sued and or punished terribly for their treatment of Tua Tagovailoa, uh, who is severely concussed now uh, after being concussed with a back injury or whatever the fuck on Sunday versus Buffalo and on Thursday four days later versus Cincinnati um, their stupidity might have cost them the entire season the Dolphins stupidity and their treatment of Tua Tagovailoa might have cost them their season think about it they were having a very effective offense with Tua before he got hurt. And you expect Teddy freaking Bridgewater to do the same thing? No. No. I like Teddy, but no. Sorry, come again. Um, and you know who I think? Oh, there you go. 14 nothing, 14 nothing Jaguars right out of the gate. Um, You know what I think was honestly behind this whole thing? And call me crazy, and I know he's suspended. Steven Ross absolutely got in the ear of the Dolphins coaches. Absolutely happened. Steven Ross, 80 years old, was like, nah, he's fine. Just hands are shaking and everything. Just, no, he's fine. Put him back in. I want to save our season. You know, he, he's like, you know, he's like that character Sid from Ice Age. Come on, guys. Just put two in. Jesus. That's a great impression. But you can't tell me that the Stephen Ross was absolutely not in the ears of Mike McDaniel and Chris Greer. You absolutely cannot tell me that. I know he's suspended, but he absolutely did it. Absolutely. Like, this is ridiculous. Anyway, Robert Sarver of the 
Phoenix Suns and Phoenix Mercury is playing to the owner. The owner. If you know this story, you'll know where this is going. Uh, he's planning to sell both franchises for the NBA and WNBA amid uh, toxic workplace and or racism scandals. Uh, good, I guess? Wow. Hey, touchdown Seahawks, 14-6. to six. Um... Oh boy, I don't know what to think because the Suns, the Suns team itself will be fine. Um, they still have a great team, and we'll be doing an NBA preview sometime next week or so. Um, to make all playoff teams and everything, you know, all eight teams per sixteen teams, eight per conference, you know the spiel. Um, or 10, because the play-in tournament, which is the dumbest decision I've ever seen. I'm not a big fan of the play-in tournament, but it's, it's good for markets, like small market teams, like, say, Charlotte, or Portland, technically, is a small market team, if you want to look at it that way. Um, anyway, Robert Sarver, playing to sell... The Phoenix Suns and the Phoenix Mercury amid scandal. What do I think? Um, good. It's another. We have to wait and hear more details to come up before we really say he's the second coming of Don Sterling. Just saying. I think we really got to see anything before. You know, anything happens. That's all I gotta say. Uh, the same with Ime Udoka with the Boston Celtics. We have to really see what's coming before we make a decision. Right now, he's suspended for the whole season, as is Robert Sarver. But if Ime Udoka really pulled an Urban Meyer on the Celtics staff. And we don't know the whole details of this whole thing. Oh, this is going to get juicy. Oh, boy, this is going to get really juicy, boys. It's really juicy. We're talking like a nice, succulent grapefruit. Just chewing on it. That's enough of that. Okay. I've had too much caffeine in me already. Um, two more topics and I'll be calling it. Um, Soraya formerly known as Paige in WWE, just debuted over just debuted recently. He debu- she debuted in AEW as Soraya, trashed her former employer, sort of. Um here's a great twenty piece big fucking question here. After everything that she has done in WWE in- inside the ring and out of the ring in and out of the ring. How in the flying fuck did WWE let her get away? How was that possible? Here's a great question. What is she even going to be doing with AEW? What is she going to be doing? Because 
Was she cleared by chance? Was she cleared to wrestle after breaking her neck twice? Was she cleared? I am not sure. We do not know of these things. This is a great question. We do not know. But, we'll wait and see, I guess. Uh, finally, we have a little bit of an NHL preview. Uh, not like the last few times we've done this, where we actually have a fucking panel of people. But I guess we'll do this the old-fashioned way. Uh, we'll preview... We'll, I'll, I guess I'll go 8-1 to one in terms of the divisions... See who's in, who's not in. We'll go from there. Uh, I'm just going to throw this in right out of the gate. I think it's going to be, you know, three and five, three teams, five teams per conference, uh, for both conferences, in fact. I think that's how it's going to go. Um, I, don't know if, I, I don't know if it's going to be four straight the whole way there. Uh, we'll find out, of course, as the season rolls on. But here we go. Um, Edmonton. Um, speaking of Edmonton, the Pacific Division. San Jose, number eight. Anaheim, seven. Vancouver Canucks at six. The Seattle Kraken at five. The Calgary Flames at four. That's who I think will go from 8-4 to four in the Pacific Division, and, and the playoff teams are as followed. Vegas, Los Angeles, Edmonton Oilers. I think that's how it's going to go. Edmonton had a fantastic run to the Western Conference Final last year before being swept by the eventual champions, the Colorado Avalanche. I do think Edmonton will still be fine. Again, we shall see, but Calgary, I don't think, will be as good as they were last year. Um, uh, we shall see. In the Atlantic Division, Montreal, Buffalo, Ottawa, Boston, Detroit, and there we and there we cut it off. Oh boy! Actually, you know what? What am I doing? I think. Am I losing my marbles? Yes, I am. Um, I think Calgary and Seattle both make it because I don't think the the predators. Sorry, Ulti. Uh, predators and Jets. I don't think they'll be very good or better than where they were last year. I think the, the Flames and Kraken both make it. In terms of the Atlantic, um, give me Florida, Tampa Bay, and Toronto. I think that's how it's going to go. It could flip with Detroit and Florida and also flip that with Boston. I don't know. Boston, I think, made a stupid decision to fire Bruce Cassidy. I don't know what the hell they were doing. I don't know what the hell they were thinking. But we shall see. Uh, in the Central Division, in the Western Conference, 
Arizona, Dallas, Chicago Blackhawks, Winnipeg Jets, Nashville, Minnesota, St. Louis, and the reigning champion, Colorado Avalanche, who, by the way, um, will make it to the Western Conference Final again. Um, Minnesota, St. Louis, and Colorado are the three are the three playoff teams in the Central. Uh, that means the five playoff teams, the eight playoff teams in the West are Seattle, Calgary, Minnesota, St. Louis, Vegas, Los Angeles, and Edmonton, along with Colorado. There you go. In the Metro, ah, oh, shoulders hurting. Uh, Philadelphia, good God, they're gonna be bad. Columbus, New Jersey. Pittsburgh, Washington, New York Islanders, New York Rangers, and the Carolina Hurricanes, who I picked to win the President's Trophy. Um, Carolina's just really good. They're just really good. They're just scary. They're scary. Oh. Um, I, I think this will be an awesome first round of the playoffs. Um, it'd be a dream to see the Isles and Rangers meet in the playoffs in the first round and it'd be phenomenal uh, but yeah I think Toronto wins the Atlantic Carolina wins the Metro uh, the eight playoff teams are as followed Toronto Carolina New York Rangers Islanders Lightning Florida Panthers Washington and Pittsburgh there you go alright so that'll do it for me here on Time to BS is the Sports Cave. Uh, I appreciate you guys listening and tuning in. Be sure to like and subscribe for more shit. Don't forget to follow us on wherever the hell you find us. Uh, that'll be it for me. Uh, so be sure to see you guys around in the next time. Thank you. Have a good one.